This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom, which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program and more with your host, physician and surgeon, microbiologist, preventive medicine and hygiene physician, and Surgeon General, Dr. Jewel Pope. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. so much, Miss Cindy Blackman Santana, and thank you for the honor of, of this interview and being able to talk about the balancing program. I'm, I'm really, you know, I think Dr. Jewel is amazing, and it's an honor to study from her and to know her and to learn from her. Um, I believe that when you, when you balance yourself, um, that it just increases exponentially. You know, at least I, I, I've noticed that for me. Um, and it makes you more efficient. Yeah. Um, I am a drummer. Um, I compose, and I also sing. Uh, my main instrument is drums, and I've been playing since I was probably, I don't know, two or three years old, you know, since very young, um, so all of my life. Um, I would say that, you know, since balancing, um, again, my awareness, is 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 more heightened in terms of my hearing uh the music and what I'm hearing in the music um as well the way that I focus in on the music because of the general height, heightened uh level of focus that I've gained uh from balancing that has also helped um Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self. 
within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program and more with your host, physician and surgeon, microbiologist, preventive medicine and hygiene physician, and Surgeon General, Dr. Jewel Pope. Greetings, and how has your plasma been? We use the term plasma because, as you know, it's pliable, and you are forming and shaping it every moment with your thinking. You've been taught to use the word day, but we don't want to be in a daze any longer, do we? So how is your plasma shaping up based on your thinking? I'm so excited to be here, and we have a wonderful show available for you. I'm going to share a little bit more information about what it's like to have a balanced brain. So today we're going to be talking about a day in the life of a person with a balanced brain. And so obviously I'm going to use myself as an example. Now, I've had a lot of formal as well as informal training. Okay, I've studied so many things in medicine and herbology and reflexology and touch and NLP and psychoneuroimmunology and nutrition. It it just goes on and on. Iridology, medicine, trained as a surgeon, neurobiology. So we've had a lot of training Okay, and I crammed all of that into an unbalanced brain. How about that? Okay, so don't think that because you only have a small portion of neuronal access that you can't learn a tremendous amount, that you can't do great things. But now, is that all that you can do, and is there more? And the answer is in Incredibly, yes. Far, 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 far more you are to experience when you have both hemispheres of the brain. Now, a lot of that that I talked about is obviously from the left brain. This is primarily a left brain society. The Western world is orientated by using the didactic, linear, database collecting area of the brain and only a limited portion of that. And so we've done great things with that portion of the brain, etc. However, that is only a small part of who we were created to be. And because it's not adequate, we have proof that it's not adequate. Why? Because so many great beings are dropping their body. They don't have enough brain tissue and the knowledge of how to keep something that was created to be permanent, the physical body. So now that's interesting, isn't it? Okay, so some of you, I hear you in your heads, you're arguing with me. Oh, you know, we're not supposed to be here this long and, you know, well, what's the point? And I don't know... uh, Oh, wow, way my life is, I don't know if I want to be here forever. You know, I'm hearing all that out there. You know, again, a, a healthy brain works just like a transmitter, and it receives. But here today, we're going to give you some information, and I'm going to talk about that personally. So without further ado, our sponsors want to say happy plasma to you. And so once they have uh, greeted you and shared with you their information and knowledge, we're going to come right back, and I'm going to tell you about a day in my life with a balanced brain. We'll be right back after this message. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Thank you for joining us, and if you're just uh, tuning in, welcome. As usual, 
We have to keep that brain hydrated because we know one thing here at the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living. Water is consciousness. That's why you want to make sure it's always clean, not polluted, because you want pure consciousness to then augment your thinking so that the brain can process it. So get your water, and let's talk about a balanced brain. Well, of course, first of all, I didn't really know anything about a balanced brain. That was never taught to me in uh, the neurosciences or medical school, etc., and so, therefore, you have to uh, try to create a process by which you can learn, okay? We do it all the time anyway. We have areas of the brain that are fabulous, okay, that will allow us to learn anything instantly. They're called the mirror, the mirror neuron group, okay? And they are so cute. Now, if you notice my language, you got to listen to me. Yes, they are conscious, and yes, they have persona okay not personality but a persona they have awareness and they like to do things a particular way okay they need particular care and guess what if you focus on them which means that you give them your attention you're sending them your life force energy that's what focus does it sends energy to a particular geometric construct and so the mirror neurons are a particular precise geometric construct and they are aware of that and when you focus on them they are incredible there's no camera on planet earth that works like the mirror neurons canon kodak olympia none of them can beat what the mirror neurons can do as a matter of fact the these cameras that i listed to you are just fragments of what a mirror neuron can do. So, I figured out that if I could constantly create mirror images of what I wanted to uh, learn, that we could do pretty good and we were able to do what? I call it regurgitating information that was presented to me. Normally that's what happens in the Western world. You're presented a bunch of information, data, and you are to then uh, regurgitate it nearest to the form it was given to you, and then that's considered a good student. Okay, now, are you able to literally live that information? Okay, no. Okay, not usually. You just know it okay, where you're able to hook on to experiences that that information could be used or is relevant, well, that's usually what we do. But when you see people making flashcards and taking notes or, you know, extrapolating and making associations, etc., they are attempting to stimulate enough neurons in the brain to translate that image into chemistry so that it goes to the tissues, the tissues then process it. It's really interesting. It's like a download to the tissues, travels in the blood as chemistry. The tissues identify it and then basically assimilate it. It's literally like reconstructing the uh, energy, the image as to how they understand what it is that you ask them to do, and this is what they do. This is what the cells do. This is uh, a very simplified version of the communication chain as it goes from mind to brain to blood to uh, cellular animation. Now, so we've gone around and collected all this information. I jammed it into my left hemisphere of the brain. But with the left hemisphere of the brain, primarily I had to do a whole bunch of other things with that, you know. So we had family to deal with and we had uh, colleagues to deal with, uh, friends to deal with, children to interact with. So therefore, these little neurons were like getting stressed out, the portion of the brain that I was using. And the portion of the brain that I was using, I was forcing it to attend to all of these different areas of my life, 
which the neurons themselves I was using were not created to do that. Now, do you have neurons for sociability? Yes, you do. Do you have neurons that allow you to be one with the children? Because obviously you were uh, in a stage of development known as childhood yourself, of course. Do you have uh, bonding neurons for friends and for spouses, etc.? Of course you do. But they're not all located in the same area of the brain. Now, of course, we're taught that, you know, the brain will figure it out and it will automatically uh, process the information in the area of the brain that naturally has the software programs for such. Well, that is generally correct. However, if there are environmental influences that do not support those particular circuits of the brain to become functional and active, when needed spontaneously, the environment will inhibit the use of these specific areas of the brain and you will have to use the area of the brain that best works for you. You will have to do that. So this is uh, very, very common for most people because they have not developed a access point to all areas of the brain. They have not done that. Why? Because the society being only left brain orientated and then the creation of our personal environment many times inhibits the use of consciousness being able to flow into these other areas of the brain. So with all my little neurons that I was using in the left side of my brain, they were becoming overloaded. They were receiving stimuli from all of these different parameters of my life. However, the area of the brain that I was using primarily did not have the software programs to process the interactions that I was requested to have with these areas of my life. And so what do most of us do in that case? Well, we feel inadequate, okay? We don't feel comfortable. We basically intuitively want to withdraw, but we recognize that, you know, I've got to get through this. And so we start with our mental discussions. you got to get through this. You can do this, da-da-da, et cetera. But now the delight and the uh, joy, the curiosity, the amazement of just wanting to get into that experience, whether it be with people, places, times, things, events, doesn't happen or doesn't happen easily. When the software circuitry of the brain that normally would allow you to process that so easy you'd be welcome to have the relationships with those that you love your friends to go into new uh, environments to recognize that you could go in and express yourself through art through language through movement of the body easily well that doesn't happen in many areas of many people's lives because they do not have the conscious inroads to these areas of the brain because of environmental factors. So what happens? The brain goes into a reaction, and that reaction causes chemistry to be released from the brain itself because the alert alarm goes off. That alert alarm is stress, stress, anxiety, stress. Then all of a sudden you're not gay, you're not happy, you're not um, wanting to respond and get up in the morning thinking that this is a wonderful day that we're going to create incredible things. You don't respond like that anymore. And you can remember, wow, when I was a child, I used to do this. When I was younger, before I got married, I was like this. Oh, before I took this job, everything was like this. And what did you just do? 
hey, you flipped the script to the past. So that even makes it worse, right? Because you're not in the present. So those of us who do not have balanced brains, you spend so much time in the past, how it used to be, what it was, I had so much fun with this, this was so wonderful when I did that. Instead of being in the present, here you have this wonderful opportunity before you to live all of those wonderful sensations and awarenesses over and over again, and you forfeit it because you go back to the past. Why? Because the neurons that you are using to process the moment, you don't have access to the ones that have the proper program for you to be there, be in it, be on it, and make it like you see it. Those neurons aren't available. Why? Because guess what? They're in a different location in the other side of your brain. Aha, yeah. Okay, my sponsors are waving the flag. We'll be right back, and then we're going to talk about what life is like without the other side of your brain. You know really well what it's like because you're living it. Be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay, now did you hear my sponsor tell you? You've got to learn how to navigate that body. And the way that you do that is you've got to have a mainframe computer. The body's mainframe computer is the brain, and you've got to learn how to navigate that, which is what I'm sharing with you today, how I finally figured that out. So we left off talking about the fact that a lot of the information contained in those special microprocessors known as a neuron were already in my brain, but I didn't know how to get to them and I'd never cultivated a pathway to that area of my brain because my environment was always stimulating me, left brain, left brain, memorize this, learn that, memorize this, repeat this, etc. And people wind up just being literally robotized, okay? No variation. You have to repeat it, regurgitate it just like this to fit in the mode, and that's appropriate for that side of the brain. But we recognize then that the warmth, yes, warmth, which comes through the flow of life force into what you're doing, okay, the zeal of of how you're doing what you do is not there, okay? You can go into the office, stand right there after you get off the elevator banks and just look at everybody and you see some people there, they're at their computer and they're just so busy, 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 busy. You see others, they're reared back in the chair, talking on the phone, a few pecs on the computer. We see other people who are kind of going through their drawers, shuffling, looking for stuff. And we see other people who are just kind of flipping a pen around or it's stuck up to their face and they're kind of looking at their computer screen. They're interesting. And then you just observe them longer and they're kind of looking up at the ceiling and then they're looking back at their computer screen, etc. You may think that they're thinking about something or pondering or contemplating something and then they put their pen down and they get up and they're gone, okay? So we don't know if they go to the water cooler, to the toilet or, you know, somebody else's desk, whatever. We don't know. But the individuals that you see that are like 
wow, just go-getters. They're sitting there. They're working on their computers. They have a huge smile on their face, et cetera, and it just seems as though their fingers just don't work fast enough to get the information out. Phone rings. They pick up the phone. They've got a smile on their face. You know, they're speaking very uh, joyously on the phone, put the phone down. They go right back to their work, you know, take a pause, and then... Wow, it's like a light goes on again, and they're back there working. Someone goes over to the desk, they stop, they look at them, and it's like communication's going on, and then they go right back. What makes those kind of individuals? I mean, it's like they can't seem to get enough of where they are and wanting to do what they do. How do we get an office full of those kind of people? Well, you know, if you'd interview them and uh, talk to them, what you'd find out is that, those are the ones that are doing what they love doing. And they just got this new opportunity and they just found out some new information and they're like going for it. They're just into it, et cetera. And guess what? They've got a wonderful product, whether it's a new idea, it's a new invention. They were able to finish the project in no time. They got new information to build on it. At the end of the day, they have a wonderful story to tell you about how they shaped their reality because they were in a location in their brain where all roads to all of the neurons, regardless of what type they are, are available. That is a big key for what happens with individuals when they're on purpose. And it's so interesting because when they're on purpose, they literally at that moment are balanced. Hey, yeah, I see a lot of people that do incredible things. And no, they haven't had formal training on how to access the right and left hemisphere of the brain. But because they're on purpose, all roads in consciousness to every software program, every circuit of the brain is available to be used by consciousness in the present. And those individuals create incredible, incredible products. Those individuals are literally making lead roads in society in so many different ways, whether you know about it or not, okay? And whatever they put their mind on, that is, whatever they put in front of their face as a goal, an image, a geometric construct, that's, that's all we're ever dealing with is geometry. Pay attention to that. That's another thing. It's hard for you to see that when you don't have access to both hemispheres of the brain because you're just not paying attention to what is obvious, that's one thing about that right hemisphere of the brain, that it lets you see, form, and shape thoroughly. The left hemisphere of the brain has to put it in some type of module. So therefore, many times, searching for the module, you know, does this go here? What stage is this? What's the number on it? What's the measurement? it loses the overall observation of what it is we're really dealing with. Yeah. So we forget many times. Uh, my colleagues are like this. They don't see that we're dealing with a human being, a life. When they go in the patient's room, they go in the room many times, you know, surgical ward, for example. I know about that, right? And so, therefore, it's like, oh, how are you? Da, da, da. They pull the sheet back wherever the surgical site was. You know, they want to check the wound, da, 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 whatever else, et cetera. Oh, things look well. You know, this is what we're going to do today. We're considering whether we're going to discharge you or not, and we will see you tomorrow. Oh, you need to maybe have a test or so, so-and-so will be in for this. We're going to take you down for that. And they're out. That's all that left brain, left brain, left brain, left brain, left brain, left brain. And they're on to the next thing. Now, do they really recognize that they're dealing with what I like to consider based on the fact that I have a balanced brain, that this is a living God. This is an individual that by their thoughts applied to the brain, delivered to the tissues, 
can change everybody's life, everybody's life. And you know that. So we have these great beings that because they were able to be on focus, et cetera, and eventually because of that had inroads to every area of the brain, they became balanced that they changed their lives. Martin Luther King, for example, Abraham Lincoln, for example, okay, Beyonce Knowles, for example, okay, we got a list of them, Michael Jackson, of course, okay, look, Joe Jackson, so look at what they did, they produced products that change the planet, Aretha Franklin, oh my goodness, Okay, Elvis Presley, wow, okay, they changed the planet. Okay, I thought it was really interesting about Elvis Presley. Can you imagine, in those little neurons that he had access to, he was able to change the world. That man never left the United States. Shocking to me, never left the United States. That in this environment by itself, that's what he became, a world icon, and never left to visit the rest of the world. Of course, digitally he was projected, okay, auditorily he was projected, and just from his voice, that's a small area of neurons he used, okay, digitally he was projected, okay, still his image was captured in light, projected through a machine, everybody could see him, but his essence never appeared to most of the world, and look at what he was able to change. See, these are what we call divine qualities, and each and every one of us have them. But they are accessible through the combination of all the software programs, all the circuits of the brain, only when a person is on purpose. Purpose allows you to be momentarily balanced. Yeah, momentarily balanced. So, let's go back because I talked to you about the stress I was having because I was only using certain parts of my brain to deal with all of these different parameters of my life. And so the brain is like, why is she stuck over here just only using these and she's trying to deal with this, this, this? Alarm goes out and we perceive that as stress. Okay, we perceive that as anxiety. Uh, That's a chemical reality in the bloodstream and that chemistry is nothing to play with. And it comes from the survival area of the brain, and it is to let all the tissues know we're out of balance, that we're not using enough neural circuitry, blood flow changes, muscle mass changes. Where is the problem? When the problem is identified, either if you are in what we call the survival area of the brain, you have one or two choices. You destroy it either by transforming it or literally physically destroying it, or you actually then remove yourself from that. It's either transform it or either you abandon it. And so we know that that is not appropriate in many, many circumstances in our life. And so, therefore, we're always between a rock and a hard place, never recognizing that why is it that it seems like I either have to, you know, go in here and just change everything or nullify it, or either I have to vacate the space. Those are normally the two choices. And that's because of the limitation of you being able to access all of the circuitry of your brain. And it's very difficult to do that. When you're not on purpose, that's correct, when you're not on purpose. So one of the great things that happens is that you can balance your brain permanently because we now know that there's geometry that can be applied to the brain. All you have to do is observe it properly, okay, and it will automatically open up all the circuits. Automatically it will do that. But now we still have to have training on how to go to these areas of the brain. So it's like you being uh, brought to a new city. You can see all the streets, et cetera. They can give you a map. 
okay? But the key is now you've got to learn how to navigate the map because the map doesn't show you the all the stop signs and all the traffic lights and no it doesn't show you that okay only by you experiencing and making a decision that you're going to go visit this area find out how this area of the city works the streets what they look like what's on the streets etc are you really going to know that yes we can get an aerial view okay Google aerial maps etc and they can fine-tune in very very well so you can see the corner drugstore at this corner and intersection etc but it's not the same as when the body is there okay the camera cannot pick up the data and information energetically that the body always offers to you doesn't happen so therefore you're still got to explore these areas of the brain that you've activated with geometry because you're still not on purpose. Check that out. This is a two-fold interaction here, two-fold interaction. So my sponsors are saying, can we comment on that? Certainly you can. I'll be right back. We're going to talk about more about having a balanced brain in my life and what it can do for you. What does the 21st century hold for you? The opportunity to create all you desire in this 21st century is awaiting you in Alaska. Come join Dr. Jewell and the world-famous Stephanie South from the Law of Time in Anchorage in Farbanks, Alaska, September 17th through September 23rd for a total life-transforming experience other than Northern Lights Aurora's. Visit www.juis.education or call 770-383-2112 for details. Okay, yes, we're so excited about that experience and we'll tell you more about that in an upcoming show. Yes, we will. So, now, let's get this very clear here about the fact that balancing the brain happens naturally when we have an environment that supports that. What is that main structure of that environment? No stress. Nothing that appears to be stressful to you can be in an environment for the brain to naturally evolve into being balanced. See, the brain always wants to be balanced. All tissues want to be balanced. And they will do that naturally if the environment supports it. This is a very important aspect of what's known as epigenetics that we are now aware of. Environment can be everything. Even though the organism has everything there, that environment can definitely break the organism where it never comes into any of its great capabilities because the environment did not stimulate software programs available within the organism to turn on. This is so important, so important. So therefore, without an environment that supports you, it is challenging, very, very challenging. Now, Purpose is the key. Purpose is the key. When we allow ourselves to do what we love doing, we do it all the time, as often as we can, and that forges pathways, energetic pathways that you can travel in awareness to these circuits of the brain. They turn on. All the information is there. The chemistry is made by the brain. That chemistry then gives the directives to how the cells are to function to function. And so whether that's an artist that is able to take a piece of wood and turn it into an incredible piece of art or take a piece of wood and be able to uh, build an entire gorgeous house, etc., or create something so ingenious like a pencil, those software programs are there when 
the person literally is in love with what they're doing. Now, let me get clear with you about this. What is love? Love is your willingness to consciously hold the focus of what you desire. That's what love is. What you are thinking. Your willingness to continuously think on that and take action on that. That's what love is. Now, you never heard that before, did you? No, you haven't. But this comes from a energetic, balanced brain comprehension of what energetically is happening in the process of manifestation. Right. And so people don't know that this ability to hold their awareness on a particular action and act is love. And that's basically how everything in the universe is able to stay present in this reality that you call life. In the third dimension, this is how all the trees stay here, all the animals, the grass, everything. Yeah, something is holding the focus and seeing them continuously for them to be here. And we know that's true. Okay, because you can stand and watch a blade of grass if you want to, and you'll see it change before your very eyes. The color of it, it will have dew on it at one point based on the environment. At another point, it looks very dry. You can see it actually change height. It can change width. Something is focusing and guiding that energy to allow this structure that we call a blade of grass to take on all these changes. The same thing in you. And so this is why we know that when you, consciousness, pure life force energy, does not understand how to focus upon yourself, you're not giving yourself proper care, proper hygiene, you become fleeting. You literally dissipate and you disappear. And what happens? The body drops down on the ground. It will not sit up, it will not talk, it won't walk, it won't do anything for you because you were not in love with it. You didn't hold the focus on who you were. Pure consciousness with limitless ability. Yeah. So, let's stay focused here because it's very important with the little time I have left to get you to understand here that it was the stress which creates discomfort that I recognized that I was going to have to change. I didn't really know how. So, of course, we go to the natural food store. We go to the bookstore. We go to the lectures. We go to all these different places to figure out where is the answer for this sensation that I'm having. And, of course, still trying to keep up with all of our commitments and the things we're doing. You know, we actually can ignore the discomfort. Yeah, we can. And so that's what I did. I did that for a couple of years. As a matter of fact, we know that if you build a tumor in your body, you've been ignoring the discomfort for five up to ten years. Yeah, to grow a tumor about an inch and a half, it's a five to ten year process. So no mass in the body, no cancerous mass has just jumped into the body overnight. Now, you may have been told that it's there overnight, but you've been growing this a long time because you've been ignoring the discomfort where the body was telling you you've got to get access to more brain tissue. You're not using the part of the brain properly. Okay, and we know that that's the case. So, in my unwillingness to pay attention to my discomfort, Finally, it got to a point where my body started dysfunctioning, and I had to then diagnose that I had a mass in my body. And so, therefore, I was like, well, what are we going to do with this? And, of course, my colleagues offered their suggestions, which I was not willing to comply to. I recognized that for some reasons, just thought it was just interesting that I did not have surgery to create this problem. I didn't take chemotherapy or radiation in any form that I knew of. I wasn't eating poisonous food. As a matter of fact, I was a vegan 
So I considered my diet so clean and without animal products, animal byproducts. We weren't using any type of uh, hard, saturated fats in my diet or anything. And now I have these uh, blockages here, a mass. Uh-uh, this was a problem, and I just said, no, I've got to get some different answers here. No one could have ever told me that eating a vegan diet, being a vegetarian, that you could have cancer. But <laughs> we know that you can now because it's about using the brain properly and being able to keep the tissues interacting in a wholesome manner, which requires a purposeful life with the proper information combined. Purpose with information, you're invincible. Oh, yeah, you're invincible. So anyway, I decided that I needed to uh, take a different route than what I was taught and what my colleagues offered me. And so, therefore, that really humbled me because I recognized the people I probably wouldn't have even talked to and wouldn't have even asked anything about how to change a health challenge now became available resources to me. So many of us, we have these biases. Oh, my goodness, even bigotries that, oh, I'm not going to ask that person that. Or what do they know? Or look at that group over there. We go into all that, and we don't recognize that we are locking ourselves away from what could be the very thing needed to totally transform our lives forever because we went into judgment and the judgment is based on what? Ignore rants. And I say to you right now, to avoid having serious problems in your life, if you identify something that you all of a sudden are wanting to retreat away from, that you've judged it, then the least you can do is intellectually go into it. It's like, okay, well, I don't like the way they look and the way they dress and whatever else, et cetera. And so I say to you immediately, then that means go into it. You go into it and find out why they dress that way. What is it? What do they do, et cetera? You're going to change your attitude. Oh, yes, you are. You're going to change your attitude. I remember Dr. Sonjay Gupta, you know, he's a CNN physician. And uh, I watched how he's changed. He used to be just so rigid and so narrow and that kind of thing. So he was introduced to cannabis. And, of course, it's like, you know, what do we need that for? I know it has THC in it and da-da-da-da-da. Well, anyway, I don't know what stimulated him to go into it. I don't know if it was an assignment that they gave him and paid him or whatever. But when he came out of studying cannabis, he made a huge contribution to making that plant available to the Western world, here in America especially. And having been such a rigid and biased person, and he's a neurosurgeon now, okay, that he had a very balanced and justified report on the benefits that cannabis can offer to the human body. Now, there's still one thing that I think that he should have stressed, and that is that you don't heat it. You have to use it in its natural state raw. You don't heat it. No heat. The only heat at max is sunlight for it to basically heal the body to get into the metabolism and regulate all systems, it must be raw. Eat it like a salad leaves, juice it, drink the juice, etc. If you dry it, it has to be sun-dried, no, no heat. So we find out that when we actually add fire to it, it actually turns the chemistry into that that directly affects the neurons. Okay, and that goes into a whole different issue about the effects of that. So it becomes a pain reliever and some other things, but it's not to be abused for long periods of time when it is heated. You can eat cannabis in its raw state forever. It's just like eating collard greens, spinach, kale, 
but the body will be robust. But now when you heat it beyond sunshine, sunlight, you get into some different problems with your neurons. But the point being I'm making here is that he was willing to go into what he had biases about. And that's how you expand your consciousness and you eliminate drawing conclusions which are going to shut you down and inhibit you from having access to full brain function. So a lot of people, they don't have full brain function because they have so many biases and judgments and prejudices, etc. And we have a lot of institutions that do that. Our bipartisan government, you have to be over here to the left, the elephant, or you've got to be a donkey over here to uh, the right, or it's a problem, etc. That inhibits full brain access. Yes, it does. Okay? Yes, it does. So my sponsors want to speak to you again very quickly. And again, I'm going to give you a little more information. I have a huge life, I recognize. So therefore, it looks like my story about a day in my life with a balanced brain here is going to have to go into part two. No problem. But definitely, uh, you've got to understand that you want to have access to all of your brain, all of your brain. Never settle for less. And it's very simple, two ways to do it. I'll be right back after this message. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Our source is a neuron. Never forget that. I remember I made T-shirts and it said on there, I had to have that T-shirt copyrighted. Okay, yes. God is a neuron. God is a neuron. That's one of our slogans here. We had to have that copyrighted. You hear that out there? Okay, so if you want to basically make a whole line of T-shirts for us, God is a neuron, write us and ask for permission because it is copyrighted, but we should like to have you do it. Okay, now, the key here is as I left you, I said that balancing the brain is easy if we would tell the truth and if we would be our truth. That is what? Be on purpose. Do what we love to do. Just live to do that. You will have access to all areas of the brain. But look how many of you are deceitful to yourself. You're over here on this job for the money. Okay, you're over here on this job because it gives you prestige. Oh, I can't stand it, but, you know, people think I have power and whatever else, et cetera, and it it pays well. We hear this over and over and over again, and you come to the doctor's offices full of limitation, full of disease, full of discomfort, etc. Of course, you can pay your bill, but your body is going down the drain. This is so important to understand. Why can't you have everything in your life that you want by living your purpose? And the answer is you can But now if you come to yourself with your biases and your prejudices, okay, then you cut yourself out of being able to be what you were born to be. So I've had people, they're like, oh, they come in, it's like, what do you love doing? I just love making baskets. I just love weaving. And Oh, really? Okay, well, what do you do? Well, you know, I'm the head supervisor at the uh, commerce department for the city of Delaware. Oh, really? Okay. Do you make baskets for this? And, of course, they look at you like, what a crazy question. Why would you ask me that? Of course not. Okay. I'll tell you I'm the main manager. This has nothing to do with making baskets. Well, how did you go from that position to uh, knowing that you love baskets? How did you get over there? Well, you know, this is where I wanted to live, and these are the things I did, and, you know, I was always encouraged I should go to school and learn a managerial position and, you know, get an MBA to take care of myself. And, you know, I just never thought that I could make money uh, making baskets. And, you know, everybody said making baskets, you know. So it's like, okay. 
And so you abandon that because of somebody else's opinion. Uh, well, well, I guess so. Okay, main thing is I just uh, I had never heard of anybody, you know, making a lot of money making baskets. Oh, really? Okay, when's the last time you went to a museum? Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I've seen baskets sell one basket for $10,000. One basket, $100,000. Mm-hmm. Because amazing, when you do something in love, there's no price that a person who can perceive what they have in front of them would not pay if they had the resources. They would pay for that. And so this is also information we don't have because we're over here busy trying to fake our life. And so when do we have time to basically look at the more philosophical aspects of ourselves? We don't even have those circuits open to draw us into wanting to do this kind of research. Okay. And that's what I say to you right now. Research what you love. Don't just run away from it because other people's opinion is that they don't think it's of value. I have a wonderful picture here uh, in my uh, portfolio of a gentleman who's a multimillionaire selling worms, and he's sitting in a, ba- a barrel, okay, a dirt barrel covered with worms. The only thing that's exposed is from his knees to his feet, his elbows to his hands, and the top of his head. And he loves his worms. That was the whole point of making this photograph. To say, I love my worms, my red Chinese worms. They have made me tons of money, and they have helped the world have gardens and plants that are strong and healthy. Now, who would have ever thought that you could become a multimillionaire selling red Chinese worms? But he did. Bazooka bubblegum. Rubber erasers on the end of a lead pencil. All of these people are very wealthy for this because they loved what they did. And so, therefore, if you can allow yourself to be honest and be in love with what you love, all you have to do is put your mind on what you want while you're in love, and you will always get it. So you want to be a multimillionaire? Great. That works. No problem. The universe has no reason to hold that from you. But now when you get to be dishonest and you're over here doing all kind of stuff, doesn't matter who thinks it's so wonderful, look at your health. Look at your body, okay? And look at how you feel at the end of the day. Not too good. That's right. Because you're not using your whole brain. The body's suffering. And so is your life. So what do we do? We retro-engineer the brain. And by geometry, we can rebuild the brain. And Because you're damaging it when you're not using it for what you created it for, your purpose. So we can re-engineer the brain, give you the template that all nervous tissue is built upon, and bring the brain into balance. Now, what have we noticed here on our end? Okay, that you get an attitude. You've never known yourself before having a balanced brain. What do you recognize? Wow, I don't feel so stressed. Wow, you know, I didn't know that I knew I could do this. You have spontaneous capabilities that come into your awareness. You're able to do things that you just were so difficult, so easy now. Wow, I've become a telepathic. I can look at the telephone. Somebody's face will come to me. Okay, pick up the phone. It rings. It's that person. Amazing. Wow. I thought about so-and-so. I hadn't seen them in a while. Hmm. I got to go get gas. As soon as I get into my car, turn the corner, there's the person right there. How could that be? How did this work? Well, that's what the brain does. It does so many things. But when you are deprived of having access to it, okay, you are living your life in a little box. There's unlimited numbers of attributes you have that are all programmed right in the neurons of your brain, right as well as left. You have to be able to use the right and the left anterior aspect of the brain, the neocortex, as well as the occipital aspect. That's why the whole thing you created 
through a nine-month period known as your neonatal period to sit in your cranium, that's what we call the skull, on top of your neck so that all of this information can be released into the bloodstream and through the peripheral nervous system so your body can execute incredible magic throughout this planet. So you naturally... This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.